Hi, it's Rebecca Whitman, your host of the Balanced, Beautiful, and Abundant Show. I'm a top-rated life coach, an international best-selling author, and a multi-passionate entrepreneur. I'm on a mission to help you go from burned out to balanced, beautiful, and abundant. The experts on this show will help you achieve work-life balance so that you can experience abundance in seven pillars of life, spirituality, health, emotions, romance, mindset, social, and financial life. When you have all seven pillars of life in alignment, you are balanced, beautiful, and abundant. Let's go. Welcome to the Balanced, Beautiful, and Abundant Show. I am your host, Rebecca Whitman. We are taking you from overwhelmed and burned out to Balanced, Beautiful, and Abundant. I'm so excited today. We have a very special guest, Hillary D. Caesar. Welcome to the show. Hey, Rebecca. So happy to be here and so excited for what we're about to talk about. Yes, me too. Let me tell my audience a little bit about your incredible background. Hillary is an award-winning business expert. She is a three-time international best-selling author, founder of The Relaunch Co., and Fired Up, and she is a former Silicon Valley CEO. She is on a mission to empower midlife women to reimagine their lives using her innovative framework, the 3HQ, which I'm so excited to get into. (laughs) Hillary's work and insights have been featured on ABC's The Secret Millionaire, NBC, The Huffington Post, Forbes Coaches Channel, The Hallmark Channel, Fox, and Yahoo Finance. Wow, you and I have abbreviated your bio. We don't have time to get into all of it because you've done so much. (laughs) So tell us a little bit about your story. How did you go? I know we talked before we hit record, growing up in LA to Silicon Valley CEO to being a business strategist for women. Tell us a little bit about your origin story. Well, you know what I like to do? I like to start with the company I have is called The Relaunch Co. And there's a reason that it's called The Relaunch Co. There has been so many twists and turns as all of the people listening right now can probably relate to. And yes, I did grow up in Los Angeles. And after I went away to college, when I came back, I really, I wanted to get involved in high tech. And it was a big adventure because at that time, it was just in the, let's see, the, you know, the the 90s and things were heating up in Silicon Valley. It was the heyday, but it was also very much a man's world. And so here I was with really no experience except my psychology degree. I thought I wanted to be a doctor in college and here I'm going in, and if you can believe this, I first started at Xerox, if you can all remember, you know, the Xerox days. And when I, for the first month, they said, no women can wear pants. You must, you must wear skirts. Yeah. Yes. Xerox was so 
old fashioned that I come into this world and here I've just come from college where, you know, we've been crazy and doing everything. And next thing you know, I'm like being told, you know, no more than three fingers above the knee and all this stuff. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So I left Xerox and went to Oracle. And that's really where I developed my business chops. And I was there almost 10 years, almost a decade, if you can believe that. And I really, I, I had success. I have to say, you know, I, I, it's a humble brag right now. I had a lot of success. And what you wouldn't have seen is when I would leave the office after working 14, 15 hour days and many weekends, how unaccomplished, how miserable, how overwhelmed, underwhelmed I felt driving across the, at that point I was living in the East Bay, so it was almost an hour and a half to two hours drive each way. And I knew I had to make a change. I knew if I kept doing that, I would, um, I, I, I would, I, I wouldn't be able to have, I had children at that point. I wouldn't be able to show up the way I wanted because I was already finding, and for those listening, I used to call it corporate guilt. You'd be guilty, you know, you'd feel guilty at the office. You'd feel guilty when you're home. I should be there. I should be there. You know, all the, the other place that you were. And so then things started to rapidly take place. I got divorced. I ended up being, you know, a mom to my three kiddos, single mom. And then I ended up getting melanoma. And, you know, it, there just seemed to be like one relaunch after the next. And I felt like, you know, I get knocked down, but I get up again. And I was like, okay, but when is this going to stop? Like, when am I not going to be worried about what's coming around the corner? What's next? And so I I went through the stages of, actually, if you can believe this, uh, I've been coaching now for 23 years, and it used to be called consulting. Uh, <laughs> now it's coaching, so that's good. But I learned that after I coached about, um, oh gosh, probably upwards of about a thousand different uh, clients, that there were there were similarities. Everybody kind of had this feeling of, is this it? Like, what am I doing? Like, is this is this really why I work so hard so that I feel depleted all the time? So I feel run down, so that I'm getting sick, so that I I, you know, I don't have a, a husband anymore. I have these kids that are like, you know, crying because I'm leaving on a business trip to go raise money for yet another company. Finally, it was just one of those things that it's time. It's time to totally make a change. And that's where, as you brought up in my bio, there's there's this concept 3HQ that came out of it because I realized that the old ways of doing things, it just wasn't working anymore. So tell us about 3HQ. What is the 3HQ method and why is it so critical for women to know about this? Well, and it's not just women. It's women. Everybody. It's, Everybody. it's 
It's everybody. I mean, we're talking about even creating this now for college kids. So when you think about IQ, IQ in the 60s, 70s, and 80s was a really, like everything was around your intelligence, your problem-solving capability. And then in the 90s, it became all about how emotionally connected are you. In order to be a really great leader, you have to be, you know, that that empathetic type of of leader. Well, what was missing is that we were siloing these things. And then Sheryl Sandberg, the former COO of Facebook Meta, she came out with Lean In. And if you can believe this, that was 10 years ago. Time is flying. And it, it has been proven that the lean in method did not actually work for women. And I'm raising my hand right now. It absolutely did not work for me. But what it did was, what was, I don't know if all of our listeners know the lean method. So tell us, tell us what it is. Well, lean in was a book that she wrote and it said, everybody, women out there, get a seat at the table. Make sure you, that is your focus. And there became this uh, widespread, like, you know, we're going to do it. We're going to do it together. We're going to absolutely shatter the glass ceiling. And the problem is, and I'll tell you, this happened to me. And I know it's happened for so many of my clients is that you go for something, right? You go for that promotion and you get it. And then you, you have a seat at the table and you end up, it's what you're giving up at the other end of the table that you realize, wait a second, I want, as you talk about balance, I want, as I talk about alignment, I want, I wanted that. And so I started to look at all of the clients that I've worked with. And I said, what is a commonality for success? What is really working for these people? Like, what is it as I'm working? Who really takes off? Who really absorbs the concepts? And it was the ones that realized that it was the three HQ that mattered. And the H's are head, heart, higher self. And so when the head, when you can get out of your own way, you can get out of those negative thoughts, you can get into understanding that, yeah, it is steps, it's procedures, that's all part of the head. But you also have in the head your identity. That's where that resides. You have your empowering beliefs and your limiting beliefs that reside. I call them bugs, the beliefs underground surfacing. Your bugs are going to be in your head. They are going to hold you back and they're going to come out at the least opportune times. When you're like, why is my revenue so up and down? Why does it feel like it's a roller coaster? Why isn't this working for me? Why does it feel like it's such a push? It's such a push and it's never just like having things come into me easily. So then you look at, that's the head. Then you've got your heart, that emotional side. And we have emotional blocks. We've got, we've got these blocks that can hold us back as well. But we also have there is where our passion lies. And how many can sit there and say on the passion scale, 
And, and let me tell you, people are like, passion scale? Is this, you know, we talk in relationships? We are. We're talking about everything. Every area, you have relationships with people at work. You have relationships with, you know, potentially a spouse or a partner or somebody that you're trying to bring into your life. And then you have the relationship with yourself, which is the most important. But guess what? There's also a relationship with your business. And so that all falls there. And then the last H, that higher self, is really around the best version of you. And when you're at your best self, when you are operating and you're like in your jam, I call it your G-zone. And the G-zone in higher self is when you are in your growth mode. Your company's growing, you're growing, you're having gratitude, you're in your great zone. And so when you can put all three together and not silo it, I'm not saying you're going to be able to spend 100% of your time in higher self area. No, because unfortunately life doesn't allow us to do that. Life is going to continue to give you the challenges. But there's also a great way to immediately start to get involved in 3HQ that is so super easy. I call it my pocket tool. I literally open up every single session that I ever do with it. I did it before I joined you. And I would love to be able to take you through it and everyone else out there that's listening, just grab a piece of paper. And if you're driving or anything, just think about this for yourself. So are you cool with that, Rebecca? Can we go through the process? Let's go through it. I'm ready. Okay. Okay. So it's a four-step process and it's called the tune-in process. All right. So if you think about a challenge or an intention, and sometimes challenges are not bad, right? Sometimes they're good. Sometimes they're challenging you to do things. Sometimes the challenge feels like it's Mount Everest. So I want you to think about a challenge in your life. It could be work. It could be personal. And I'd love if you'd be willing to share it. So think of one that you'd be willing to share with everyone. And what would what would that be? Okay. Um, a challenge in my life is I want to get uh, rank up in my network marketing business. Okay. So rank up in network marketing. Yes. Okay. And it's your, you have a business around it. So I'm going to say the business. Okay. I have been at the same rank now for two years and I'm, okay. I'm feeling stuck. I want to rank up. Oh, I, okay. I love that you just said that. You're feeling stuck. So stuck, if you think about an energy around an emotion, energy is everywhere. Everything, thoughts have energy. Your feelings have energy. Your Everything that you touch, you see has energy. Okay, But the feeling of being stuck or the feeling like there's shame because why haven't I grown? I've been at the same level. What's happening to me can keep you down at a lower level. And if you're at that lower level, like shame and blame is around 20 on the vibrational scale, then how can you actually elevate yourself and get away from that challenge? You can't because you're operating at a low level. And I love that Einstein said you can't solve a problem at the level it was created. Right. And and why is that? Because you're at a low level. We've got to elevate you. 
So the second step of tune in after step one, which is the challenge, coming up with your challenge or your intention, is you're going to change your channel. And the way we're going to change your channel is you're going to tune in and you're going to come up with a song that absolutely lights you up, that you love it. When you hear it, whether you're working out, whether you're out and you hear it, you're like, oh, you cannot be at a low level. Do you have a song that you can think of right now? It is so crazy that you're saying this because I've been coaching a leadership program and literally my biggest takeaway of the week is getting a power song. And here you are like, I love how- Okay, this is so good. Yes, I have a power song. It's Iggy Azalea Fancy. Okay, so I want you and I love- that you're calling it your power song. I'm saying it is change your channel. It's tune in. They have found music, arts, actually elevates you. And people always say like, oh, I just don't have any energy or oh, I just feel like, you know, I'm just like burned out. And I, and I literally will say, then tune in. Do this process because it cannot keep you at a low level. So once you have, as you said, your power song and yours is fancy, I want you in, this is neuroscience. I've been studying it for almost 10 years with the psychology. And I want you to really think about having that song fancy go from your head to your toes. You're going to move your body. You're going to change your state. You're going to let it flow through you for 20 seconds. Okay. Right All right. So can you hear it in your mind? Yes. Okay. I want you to turn it up, Rebecca. Turn it up. You're dancing around. (laughs) Yes. 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 Okay. So you're going to go all the way down. Now, if you were by yourself, I say, put it on, put it on your phone, put it out and just get up and start moving. So now step three. Step three, you tune in again, but this is where you create your mini movie of the mind, this mini movie, and you bring in elements of that heart base because in step one, it was very much, what is my challenge? Head-based. Step two was elevating your energy, which is higher self-based. Step three is all about connecting that mini movie in your mind. And you're looking at yourself when you are no longer at this level. You have ranked up your network marketing business. You are like, oh my God, I never thought it would even be that big. And now it is. So you are seeing that. You're taking it in. And I want you to notice a color. What color do you see? The color I'm wearing. This is my color, hot pink. Absolutely. So you're going to take that hot pink and you're going to 10X it. You are going to amplify it, intensify it. And now you're going to have that with your emotions attached to it. You're going to see yourself. You're going to be like, oh my gosh, this is like the greatest day of my life. It's already happened. And then the last point in the step three is something that will anchor it. And it's called the click. And the click is you're going to take an internal picture in your mind. And the way you do that is you tune back into your song, Fancy, and you're, you're, you're like moving all over. And then you open and close your eyes absolutely so quickly. And you're not looking at the outside world. You're focused on the inside. And I'm going to say it three times and you're going to do click three times. Click. 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 
So now, step three, you had that movie in your mind, that mini version. You had the image, which now you've just captured. You have a color that represents it. And you have the emotion and you've taken the picture with the click. You have that. Can you see that so vividly in your mind? It's like a camera click. Like click, click, click. It's like taking a selfie inside your head. Like that's what you're doing. Yes. Got it. Okay. Okay. So so now step four is I want you to take a micro action right after we are done. I know you're going on to do another one, but what micro action that is so small that will create momentum towards that image, that picture, that photo that you're creating in your mind? What would that be? What could you do? Now tune back in, tune back into fancy. Get that back in. And what could you do? Because your wise woman inside of you, she knows. Well, the next call after this podcast on the same Zoom is what I call a power hour, where I'm Uh going to be taking a whole hour of little micro steps toward my business. So it's perfect timing. Okay. So that, okay. You just got very lucky with this. (laughs) I love that. That you're like, okay, as a matter of fact, it just happened. We're like, you know, you're going into it, but here's what I want you to do. I want you to pull something out now that you could say your intention for your power hour is going to be what? My intention for my power hour is going to be to follow up with people that I haven't talked to in a while. Okay. And what I would even say as you go micro, I'd even say like, how many? Like go as like, would it be three people that you're going to be like, these are the three I'm going to make sure I follow up with. And that would be, that would be one first micro action to get to step three. So again, the four steps are number one, challenge or intention. And again, you can do this for every area of your business. Two is going to be change the channel and tune into your song, 20 seconds. Step three is your micro movie where you highlight a color, intensify it. You go ahead and you emotionally charge it and you click to take, to capture the picture. And then step four is a micro action. And this is the tune in process to elevate your energy. And I do it 25 times during the day. I do it before every single meeting, before I go on any stage. And I, I literally get myself to a higher level so that I can make sure that I know exactly what I'm trying to bring in. Beautiful. So every time you go onto a a Zoom or into a meeting, you do this process in your head. So you don't necessarily listen to your power song. It's in your head. I actually have it on my phone. And if I'm not with somebody, I listen. I've got my whole playlist of amazing, great songs. And here's another, here's another, you know, like kind of awesome habit that you can be thinking about is that when you're creating this, this is a habit, right? It's like going to the gym. You can become a master at this. This is the greatest part that you don't have to wait to become really proficient in this. You can start today, do it a few times, tomorrow, do it a few more times. And the question I often get is, do I have like a whole bunch of different songs? 
I have a specific song that if it's going to be a very similar intention for me, like I want to make sure that I'm connecting with your audience and I want to make sure that I am, you know, energetically infusing the tune in process to them. So let's say, so every time I go on to a podcast, I ultimately want to make sure that I'm doing that. I have a song that's attached to this specific outcome and intention. Now I have a finance song. So when I'm looking at my numbers, when I'm looking at like the things that I want to elevate in terms of marketing, if I'm going to go and do a story, I have this tune and process because I want to make sure that I'm operating with the law of vibration, right? It takes the law of attraction to that next level. And that's where I want to make sure that I show up from that that's where I'm hanging out so that people, I, I can't tell you, I just said I got back from New York this week and I can't tell you how many people said, your energy's off the charts. Well, if I let myself go 10 meetings and all day long I was doing it and I'm just like every man, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so exhausted. Instead, tuning in is like putting your, your, um, you know, you're a, uh, a Tesla and you're charging yourself up. It's like your own power source that you can do energy on demand. I love it because music does affect us at a cellular level. It changes our state, which changes our vibration, which changes our law of attraction, which changes what we create, what we manifest. And this is just what you just shared with uh, my audience is a fast track way to change your vibration. So that is so beautiful. Thank you for giving me the live coaching and the live example. And I'm going to go back and listen to this a lot. You were awesome. You're like, okay, I'm in. I got it. I got fancy. I'm here. I just did, you know, the power song. That was so, I mean, I think that's what you and I, when we were talking earlier, so many similarities, so many, um, and that's why you're going to be on my podcast because there's just this, this, you know, you, you find that again, I'm resonating at a higher level and so do you. Yes. And yes. so we are drawn together and then this is how you develop, you know, collaborations and amazing things that come out of different events. I love it. I'm so excited. So let's talk about what what does the relaunch flip mean? Tell me about that. So when you think about your limiting beliefs, your bugs, your beliefs underground surfacing. I always like to give this, uh, (laughs) just imagine this, you're in your kitchen Mm -hmm. and you see an ant on the counter. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those you're like, yeah, you just kind of squish it and you don't think about it again. But then in the morning when you come down or you go into your kitchen and there's like all these ants, you realize, ah, where there's one, there's many, right? What we want to be able to do is you all, everybody has bugs, our limiting beliefs, our, our beliefs underground that surface. And for so many of us, they, they do come out like the ants, like in the morning, they come out at the bad times and you're sitting here and you're like, uh, well, let's say you've got some bugs around business and around, uh, I can't believe it. My, my revenue is up and down. You know, I have two good months and I've never had a third. All right, right there, right? I have, I have a really good quarter and then I don't. So the way, and there's a belief blaster 
which is part of eliminating bugs. It is not as easy as our tune-in process, right, that you have just in your pocket. Right. Because when you're taking away limiting beliefs, it you have to do it in your in your in your brain and there are things that you have to let literally break away. And so in order to have these neurotransmitters break away, it takes almost 67 days. And that is working on it in the morning, in the evening, and I have a whole process around that. But one of the steps before you can even start is the relaunch flip. You have a limiting belief that you identify. That's always, you know, the step one is just understanding that you realize that you have it. And then you go into the step around, well, your limiting beliefs in your own mind, 100% you believe they are true. They are 100% true to you. But what I like to do is I like to show you they're not always true. They're not always true. And so I ask you, like if somebody has, you know, oh, I don't feel like I'm really, I'm good enough to have a seven-figure business, an eight-figure business, a nine-figure business. I just don't think I can do six-figure business. You're just starting out. You're trying to figure out how to cross the, you know, cross that or, you know, rank up in your network marketing, right? Like, what's the deal? I've been doing this for two years. I can't get ahead. I can't get ahead. And so what we want to be able to do with the relaunch flip is be able to say, all right, what is the opposite of that limiting belief? What would the empowering belief be? What is that? That's the relaunch flip. And I got to tell you, when you start to focus in on, oh, this is what Hillary was talking about. I need to do a relaunch flip. I need to relaunch flip this. And practice it, it becomes like a game in your head. And I've seen, I've seen people that have taken their business from, you know, 250,000 using just this to 2 million because they were so focused on, yeah, well, that's never really worked. Well, that doesn't really work. Well, this person, I'm not really a good hirer. Well, ugh, I just can't, you know, I can't cross over the 250 threshold. And so there's gates. And I always like to push people to break through your next level of the gates. And so the relaunch flip is the ability to on, like the, when you hear yourself, you start to notice, you write it down, you take note, you don't have to necessarily do it right then and there. Although when you get good at the process, you start to do it and you start to think, wow, if I listen to what I just said, that is going to hold me back. That is, remember, a habit in your own head is neither good nor bad. It's just a habit. And it's always going to be just that. But we know that habits of the truly successful, the multimillionaires, they are the ones that are literally able to say, is that is that habit something that's getting me further along or is it actually holding me back? And when you can figure out it's holding you back, do the relaunch flip. So what exactly, how do you do the relaunch flip? Like you just so, understand the limiting belief? And- perfect. So you have your limiting belief, right? Like I, you know, I, hey, I, I haven't been able to surpass my rank in my network marketing. Okay. Perfect. So then we say, all right, well, what are, 
successes because this is a limiting like I, you know, I'm not good enough yet to be able to pass over that, right? It could be an imposter situation, whatever it is, whatever is resonating. Then you look at it, perspective of, all right, so where in your life have you actually had success? Where, yeah, you, you crush things. You were able to grow. You were able to get degrees. You were able to change into different businesses. You were able to do all these amazing things, like I know in your career. Okay, so now all of a sudden you're mixing up things in your mind. Your mind's like, what? What's happening here? You're like shaking up like, you know, the whole idea of it's a snow globe. You're like, what is happening? So then the relaunch flip would be, all right. Actually, I'm really, I'm a really amazing businesswoman who can be in the 1% club. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is, you start to create the statements, the affirmations, which remember, what is an affirmation? An affirmation is just affirming something that you want. It's a statement that when you repeat it, it begins to absolutely rewire your brain. But the thing that people think is like, oh, if I say it, you know, five times a day and then in a few days, I'm good. No, because there's a point that as you're saying it, your old limiting belief is still there. I can't get past. I can't do that. I haven't been able to do it. This is, this is the highest level I've been able to do. We got to blast it. And that's sometimes if you ride that neutrality of your empowering belief and your negative belief, you do that at the same time. A lot of times they're like on a highway and it's lane four and lane three, and you're like kind of, you know, shimming one goes further than the other. It's like a race car. And when you can start to say, all right, here are my affirmations, then what you're doing is you're processing them at a certain time in the morning, a certain time at night, and there's a way to actually rewire it. But you have to be able to start to realize during the day, even when you're not rewiring, that you're noticing, you're aware, right? You're aware, and then you're able to say, hey, this is where I need a relaunch flip. I need to revisit that statement I just said, that thought I just had. And what would the reverse be? What would the flip side of that be? So catching yourself in the moment. Because I know if people say affirmations over their limiting belief, then they're like, oh, affirmations don't work. I've been saying this affirmation for 10 years. I want to manifest my soulmate and it doesn't work. Because there's a there's a bug, as you would call it, or a limiting belief saying that they're not ever going to meet their soulmate. So what would you say to someone who is saying an affirmation over and over and over again and not getting their breakthrough and not getting a result? So the thing that you have to realize is there is a process that just saying an affirmation is not going to eliminate and actually rewire it. It's called synaptic pruning when something actually breaks apart. When a limiting belief, and you can see it under brain scans, and this is the best part of having studied neuroscience for almost 10 years, is that in the last two years, and I just wrote a book and I had to, it was really interesting, I have always said things that I've just learned through my mentors. And all of a sudden in my book, my editor said, okay, well, you know, where did that come from? You know, where's the proof? Where's the, you know, the site that, you know, you can say that this came from here. And I will never forget the day that um, 
one of my editors came and said, okay, so you wrote law of attraction and uh, like who created that law? And I'm like, what? (laughs) Who created it? He said, yeah. I need to know where, like, who are you going to cite as, you know, creating that like Newton and, you know, gravity and all these different ones, there's a way to cite them. And I said, uh, so I looked and looked and there's all like, it's crazy. But when I started to do this, I realized like, oh my gosh, what I have been training, I started to get more and more clear around that you can't just think your way. You have to do it with the approach where you are literally creating the identity. There's something that a lot of people do, which I'm, you know, I I have to tell you right now that a dream board um, vision board, uh, they don't work. <laughs> There's like just looking at it, you're not going to have it happen. Just reading the secret and sitting on the couch, it's not going to happen. There's a fantastic guy that I've been studying with for a very long time. He's actually now a very good friend of mine, John Asaraf. Mm-hmm. The answer. And what I've done with the answer, with allowing you to take a process and successfully have it actually scientifically break away, that's when the magic happens. That's when I see people go from, oh my gosh, I haven't been able to get past, you know, 100K, 250K. And next thing you know, they're at a million and then they're at 2.5 million. And it, it, when you release the things that are holding you back, the limiting belief, and you empower yourself with, you know, habits of, of millionaire mindsets of, of the, the three HQ, and you can incorporate it into not just yourself, but your business has a three HQ as well. Your business has an identity. Your business has limiting beliefs. How about that? If you want growth in your business, then you need to be growing. Yes, absolutely. I feel like everything is all connected, which is when I get onto your podcast, we'll talk about how the seven pillars of abundance, everything affects everything. So I love this point. One of your sayings is you must be invisible to be visible. And in this era where everything's on social media and being so like out in the open with everything, explain that to me. Why is it that you must be invisible to be visible? So that was probably one of the highlights that came out of writing the book because I had to go back and look at my own life lessons and those of my clients. And I thought, you know, what do I have people do? What did I do with myself that allowed that initial starting point for success to really have it be a relaunch, to be able to say, today is the day, Rebecca, you're relaunching today. This is the day. Okay. And what I realized was too many people, too many people think the answer is I just need to be seen more. I just need to be out there more. I just need to do more stories, more posts. I need to be on more podcasts, more TV shows, more, 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 more. And here's the problem with that, that if you're putting out more without doing the relaunch of making sure that you've set up a solid foundation for success 
with 3HQ, with getting into the head components, with getting into the heart components, with getting into your G zone and your higher self and your energy, then you're literally doing the same things that haven't worked before. Mm -hmm. So I literally say, and it doesn't matter if I'm working with somebody that has, you know, just starting out and doing a complete startup, or they're really, you know, looking to even sell their, their, their business for millions and millions. I start with the, and I had a business actually, that first one that I told you about 23 years ago was called White Space Inc. I-N-K. And what I would do is I'd have you put on a whiteboard. At that time, we had this big old whiteboard. And I would say, put everything that you think you need to do in order to have success. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we'd spend all this time and I'm like, are you done? Are you finished? And they'd be like, okay, wait, no, there's one more. And then this. And, and finally, I'd say, are, are you done? Yes, I'm done. And then I would erase the whole thing. They're like, wait, I should have taken a picture. Wait, oh my God. And I said, you know what? Here's the thing. We need, all this is great. All this is great stuff. But until we go to the point of who are you really trying to be? A great example of this, who are you trying to be? Is that there was a gentleman that I was working with. He was selling his business for $200 million, 200 million. And I said, what are you going to do? when you get, you know, your money. And he's like, oh my God, I already know. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to get a boat. I'm going to sail around the world. I love, you know, the whole idea of being on that boat. I said, no way. Okay. So you love sailing. And he kind of looked at me and he's like, no, not so much. I said, okay, you just said you're going to get a boat and you like the, he's like, yeah. I said, where did this come from? He said, well, when I was young, my dad's best friend sold his company, bought a boat and went around the world. So I just have always thought that equals success. I said, but that's going to be something that you're not going to want to do. What could you do that you really feel empowered? And he's like, I really want to build houses and schools for kids in Africa and all this. And I'm like, now that's what we're talking about. And all of a sudden, he was having um, marital problems, problems with his children, all these different things. And as soon as he started to build up the 3HQ, as soon as he, it was like everything. Um, did you ever watch The Queen's Gambit, that TV yeah. show? Yeah. Hey, remember when all the pieces, it's like click, yeah. click, click, all the pieces started to, she could just see it. That's what started. That's what happened to him. Everything started to move into place. And it was like no longer feeling like the struggle. I often say, get off the struggle bus and become the financial freedom CEO that you were meant to be. And the way to do that is with 3HQ. I love it. And you also talk about the last point before we wrap up this amazing interview, I could talk to you for two hours. I can't wait to see you. Well, good. We have another hour coming up with my show. <laughs> I know. And another hour when we have coffee in LA. <laughs> what are the seven steps for reinventing yourself in midlife and turning transition to transformation? That's the last question. That's the money. So money. the good news is that it's no longer it's no longer seven steps because I have merged in the tune-in process with 
the belief blaster with the relaunch process. And that is, let me just share it with you. Step one is, is realizing. Realize that you have something that's holding you back. Realize if you're not where you thought you'd be at this time in your life, If you don't think you should be where you are, like I should have this, I should have been this, I should have gone this, I should have this house, this, this wife, this husband, this, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. that's step one. You got to realize that you're not where you thought you'd be. Step two is this is where you have that awareness, awareness that in other times in your, in other areas of your life and things throughout your history, in your, in your decades, have had the reverse. You've had things that have actually worked out for you. And sometimes we got to excavate those. Sometimes we got to really pull them out. But then step three is the release. And in the release, it's a process that where it's a form of releasing it through either a letter, through a process that you're actually putting your limiting belief on a loved one and being able to go through that almost like I said before, that snow globe type of mixing things up in your in your mind. And then step four is the relaunch flip, allowing yourself to really understand that the opposite law of polarity with everything that you're thinking, there's always the opposite. And then step five is the rewiring. It's where you say, you know what? It is time. I'm officially now doing the restart. And that's the entire relaunch process. And if you think about it and you're looking at even tune in, tune in very nicely follows those same steps. They're just, they're, they're woven in at an easier level to understand so that there's no excuse anymore for tuning out because tuning out is going to get you not even where you are right now in the future. It'll get you even further behind because you end yourself up so much more. You end up the sabotage in your head, your bugs in your head pull you back. They keep you from moving ahead with your own success. Wow. Well, you have really combined Uh, neuroscience, with metaphysics, with psychology, with your own wonderful personal experience to create all these different steps and processes. I know my audience is going to want to follow you and stay in touch with you. Where can they find you on social media? They can find us on Instagram at The Relaunch Co., the Relaunch Co. And if you want to find out where you are with 3HQ, where you fall from a leadership, from a CEO, from an entrepreneur perspective, you can go to therelaunch.com, therelaunch.com. And there is a quiz to get you started so you can see where you fall. Are you, a, are you in the head too much? Are you in the heart too much? Are you really starting to access your higher self? And let's bring in all three components because that's true alignment. I love it. So that is uh, your website, The Relaunch Co. It, it's The Relaunch, The Relaunch Co. Either will get you to the same place. Amazing. Well, we'll include all of that in the show notes. Thank you so much, Hillary, for being on the Balanced, Beautiful, and Abundant show. You are amazing. Rebecca, you're amazing. And I'm so happy to have you on my show.
Oh, I can't wait. Everyone, you've been listening to another wonderful podcast of the Balanced, Beautiful, and Abundant Show. I am your host, Rebecca Whitman, and my mission is to take you from overwhelmed and burned out to balanced, beautiful, and abundant. I know you found so much value in this episode. Share it with a friend, copy and paste the link, send it to them and their text messages or their email or on their socials. So many people can benefit from using these amazing methods that Hillary just shared. We appreciate all of you. Thank you for subscribing, rating, and reviewing. It means the world to me. That is how we grow this podcast and share this message. And everybody stay tuned until we see you again next week. Keep your vibe high and magnetize. Thank you so much for listening to the Balanced, Beautiful, and Abundant Show. I'm your host, Rebecca Whitman, taking you from burned out and overwhelmed to balanced, beautiful, and abundant. I am hosting a weekly women's circle on Tuesdays at 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, where you get to experience my coaching for free. It is open and it is amazing for accountability, support, and community. All you have to do is go to the link in bio to reserve your spot, and I can't wait to meet you on a live Zoom call. I also am having an amazing summer promotion called the Five Day Drop. Lose five pounds in five days, guaranteed. It's a great way to detox your body. It's a metabolism reset, and it will help you feel balanced, beautiful, and abundant all summer long. So make sure you go to the link in my bio to learn about the five-day drop. I am so appreciative of you listening to my show. The best compliment you could ever pay me is to rate, review, subscribe, and share with a friend because I know you know other people who want to go from burned out and overwhelmed to balanced, beautiful, and abundant. Thanks again for listening, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Bye.